Anthony Rincon tweets at us, Yates, and says, damn, I missed the whole first hour with Trav and Clinton. Work is slammed. Well, Anthony, if only there were a, but wait, there is a podcast that you could go back and listen to again later today. Anthony, you don't have to miss a single moment of Trav and no, Yates today. You can hear all about me talking about the dogs in my building. I do like that. It's going to be great. I, I, I wish you would have left the part about the uh, elevator. This is a re- That's a real part of life, bro. I, I, I understand, but I didn't need to know that. I, well, the, the, um, LA needs to know. Okay. No, your building so, manager is the only well, person. Maybe that, that needs person's to know. listening. Okay. What's his name? Let's call him out by name. Her name. Her name. I think is Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah. Fix the dog problem. <laughs> the, I, the dogs are wonderful and all of that, but the dog should not be using no. Mr. Yates's elevator. It's not as my a elevator. To be it clear. is your elevator. I mean, you well, live there. <laughs> is that solely my elevator? Well, I mean, you're not like the uh, yes. the Drummonds from no. different strokes. No, no, where that would be awesome. By the way, just. Pop up right up on into the crib. You know. Exactly. No, that would be pretty cool. That would be great. Have you ever been to a place like that? One. Yeah? Yeah. Who's, whose house was it? I'd rather not say. Okay, very well. Yeah. Moving right along. Yeah. All right. I, I'll tell you, yeah, but I, sure. I don't want to put their business in the street, okay. so to speak. But they had an, there was a house that had a basement, a ground floor, a second floor, and then the master suite, very large, and the elevator ran the length of the entire house. So you could wow. get in at any point and go from point a to point d i, I was thinking more be. so just like a loft that had a private elevator no but that this was in the floor. home this was inside the home in unit if you will yes in wow. unit indeed <laughs> it was it was a nice place how about that okay this <laughs> is a nice place along the way um you grew up in dc yeah so you know cold yeah um uh doesn't get five degrees cold in dc does no. it? no yeah not even close to that yeah no. that's what it's supposed to be in green bay on monday night bro it is supposed to be five degrees. It's going to be the coldest game the Rams have played in 30 years. They have not played in weather. 30 years? 30 years. They haven't wow. been in a game That's like this. generational cold. Yeah. It, I, I've been to, I think I've told this story. I went, I've only been to Lambeau Field once, and it was an amazing experience. It was the NFC Championship game between the Packers, obviously, and the Carolina Panthers. I believe it was the 96th season. The game was played early 1997. Okay. Uh, Kerry Collins. I was going to say, Carolina was, Panthers that's not team. Jake DeLome. That was later. It was, it was Kerry Collins. Okay, right. And um, it was about that cold. And it was crystal clear, but it had snowed the whole week leading up to it. And it was about 10 degrees. I've lived in three, four places. Los Angeles. Santa Barbara, Phoenix, and Houston. Okay, these are the four places. These are very warm locales. <laughs> I, I, you, you can't breathe. You, you can't think clearly. There's nothing about it. They, you think, oh, it's fun. You watch it on TV. Not when you're. It's mis. I can't even imagine having to go out and play when growing up in an environment. Maybe not that cold, but cold weather. Do you just? I'm get used to, think, to it. I didn't play. I'm trying to think. You get used to it, but like. It's never cool. Like, I went back for Thanksgiving, and I remember thinking, what am I doing? Yeah. It's freezing out here. Like, I, and it was miserable. Like, I, I did not enjoy one second of it. But I got to say, the one thing I would want to actually do in cold weather probably is play football, because you can <laughs> run around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sitting, I can't- grab things with your hands. Yeah, but and- it's better than standing <laughs> still, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you're out there in the cold doing nothing. Dude, Watching people play football I in the touch, cold has got to be worse 50 than 50 degrees where I live, and I touch the door handle, and I almost get frostbite. Sidebar. I don't want to try to touch somebody <laughs> it's else. It's been so cold it's, the last two weeks. I want my money back. Like, I was. I, I walked to the store the other day. I, I had to go back and put on more clothing. This is the first time I'd Were ever done that. Were you cheesecake? No, I was not. <laughs> I should have been. I, as a separate matter, I do freeze the cheesecake before I eat it. That's a different discussion. Oh, no, that's the... Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. some, I mean, you know, like, it's got to be... 
Ice cold. Firm. Very firm, very cold. Ice cold. This is important. Anyway, it has been extremely cold just in Los Angeles in the past couple weeks. I cannot imagine going to further cold climbs. It was hilarious. So last Sunday night, the Dolphins were playing the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. Yeah. SoFi. Yeah. It was in the mid-50s. Cool. And SoFi has a roof, but it's open. Whatever the temperature outside is roughly the temperature inside. Mm -hmm. The Dolphins had heaters and everything. I'm like, they play in Buffalo this weekend. Wow. Okay, so Los Angeles with heaters. I don't even know what you do in Buffalo. Burn the stadium to the ground? (laughs) What what, what do you do? People in Buffalo, that's a whole other different breed of human being. But I have a small story. So when I um, so I played soccer uh, as my main sport the majority of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I was a goalie. So... We had to play one tournament, and it was in Richmond, Virginia, but it was very cold. It was snowing. I It started snowing during this game. It was nighttime. I want to say it was maybe less than 20. Stupid question as wow. a non-soccer person. Yeah. Do you play soccer in weather the way you do football, or so is it like baseball where you shut it down? The is, is that if the ball is not able to slide on the ground with its normal consistency, then you stop playing. Snow yeah. is different than rain in that regard, though. Like, I've played in snow games where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, there's snow on the ground. we got to play the game. Deal with it. Right. But typically, if the ball is sliding past its normal level of, like, kick and go, you stop the game. But I was I was trying to be a tough girl, and so I <laughs> so as a goalie, you wear a long-sleeve uh, shirt, but I had shorts. I had shorts on, and it was snowing. And but the, the thing you don't understand too about uh, when it's that cold is hitting the ground hurts. Oh yeah. So like oh, yeah. as a goalie, like when you're going the to the street. ground, when you're going like left and right, and you're hitting the ground, so that's what <laughs> thing that adds like the the uh, when you're playing football in it, it's that's going to hurt your body even more, more injuries because it's cold. That's going to add to that. But I don't know. Not great. Los yeah. Angeles, Santa Barbara, Phoenix. <laughs> Houston. To review. <laughs> yeah, let's just, and it's not by accident. We won that game, though, by the way, that we played the snow. Good, good for you. Keep that in mind. Good, good for you. Do the Rams have a chance this week? Yeah. I, I, not a good chance, but they got a chance. Right. I, they're still incredibly limited in what they do. They still are missing 80% of their best players. Aaron Donald is very unlikely to play. Cooper Cup's not playing. Matthew Stafford's not playing. Allen Robinson's not playing. You still have a makeshift offensive line. Right. You still are missing a, a variety of players in, in on your defensive side of the ball. Your best wide receiver is still Ben Skoranek or Van Jefferson. Which ben Skoranek has made a couple plays he, the last couple weeks. He made some great plays yeah. last week, and I don't say that to throw shade at him. I'm just no, saying that this is not the game plan that you're putting together. Right. Um, but what they do have, really for the first time all year, and I'll go way back to opening night when they dropped the banner. There was electricity. There was fun. They drop it. There's OBJ. There's Andrew Whitworth. And there's McVay. Everybody's smiling. They got the rings. They got the thing. Sure. It's awesome. The games, from the moment that ball was kicked off, it's been a disaster. <laughs> it, it, it really has. I mean, the laugh. Sorry. And, and I wish that it weren't true, but it is. Right. It has been a series of bad performances, injured players, and boring football until last Thursday. And it changed. And I'm not saying I've got, I, I get blown up on Twitter with this. Oh, you big guys, I'm fully aware of who Baker Mayfield is. <laughs> right. I'm fully aware of why he's here. The reason he's here is because the Browns said, we're done with that. Carolina basically said, nah, we're good. And he's here now because two other teams, bad teams, by the way, said, we're not interested. Right. The dude's got something about him that is very watchable. He's got something about oh, yeah. him that is exciting. And, oh, by the way, he played really well a week ago. Now, what's interesting to me is, I don't know, last week, had he come in and played that game and thrown four interceptions and looked terrible, everyone would have gone, yeah, dude, he'd been here five minutes. Of course, no big deal. And then this week would be, all right, let's see what it looks like. But because he played well, 
and because now you've had this much time to prep, I wonder if just that this much of prep time actually doesn't make him a little more analytical and susceptible and just thinking it through as opposed to, uh, he's open, throw the ball. Okay, breaking the huddle, okay, I'm going to Skronik no matter what. Just playing, I can't remember the last time that Baker Mayfield probably played a game where it's like, dude, just go out there and play. Don't worry. You don't have the baggage of being the number one pick. You don't have the baggage of we gave up all this to get you. You don't have to be the baggage of this, that, and the next thing. It's just, dude, go out there and see what happens. Monday night against the Packers, it's going to be a, hey, can you win the game for us again? And that's different than what he had a week ago. What do you, I mean, I thought McVay did a good job with that last week, which was just, okay, buddy, you know what I mean? Like, that's fine. You know, a lot of coaches like to micromanage in situations like that. I think McVay sort of cut him loose and it ended up working out. How do you think they approached this this week? I mean, do you do, you, do, you, do, you do the same thing? You just say, hey, figure it out? I mean, because that feels like it also doesn't really help the team much in terms of what they might be trying to evaluate down the line with what they do have. Well, I don't know about the second part. The first part, I think, is you, you got to give him a little more. Because, they. first of all, the reason they won the game is because the Raiders did what the, the Raiders, Raiders do. Raiders gave away the game. Uh, of I mean, course they did. Too many penalties the, the, in that last the, drive. The that was penalties ridiculous. and the, the coverage the that they put Van Jefferson, everything about single it. Single high. I was like, what are, what are you doing? Everything anyway. about it was stupid. Right. Okay? And if so there's 30 the 29 of the 30 remaining teams probably don't do don't what the Raiders game. did yeah. but the Raiders did it was awesome I think you got to give him a little more I think you got to give him just the the bones of the offense not all the intricacies but just the bones of it and see what he can do I think you can evaluate what you have because you're evaluating backups to backups in a lot of situations. You're not really evaluating Jalen Ramsey so much, even though he hasn't been particularly good this year. You're not evaluating Bobby Wagner. You know what you got there. You're not evaluating uh, you know, Troy Hill and these guys that have sure. been around a long time. You're looking at those offensive linemen, most of whom are not going to be your starting players next year. Saying, okay, I'll keep him. I don't need him. I'll keep him. I don't need him. You're to Ben Skoranek. Can we use him or not? Can Perhaps, we use yeah. Tutu Atwell or not? These are the things. I think you can evaluate those, whether it's Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, or anybody else, because you're not trying to replace Cooper Cup with these guys. You're trying to see, am I keeping them on my team or not? Right. Okay. So this is this is what we would call a fling in this situation. Yeah. With with Mayfield. You're not kicking Mayfield out of bed for eating crackers, so to speak. You know, he's he's still got enough appeal where curb appeal, if you will, where you know, I, I, I I think there's more to it than just a fling. I, I think that there's a potential situation ship. Relationship of convenience, <laughs> shall we say. I don't think we're getting married. <laughs> okay. I think that this could be a relationship of convenience. The the problem look, if he they've got four games left. I think they're gonna win one. I think they'll beat Denver. I don't think that they'll win on Monday night. I don't think they'll beat the okay. Chargers because the Chargers will be playing for something. Right. Maybe Seattle, if they're still in it or not, that that's the other one that I think he got a chance on. Say he wins one of those games, okay? He goes two and three as the start of this team when they'd lost six in a row, and he makes them go two and three, and he does another game that looks a little bit like what he did against the Raiders. Somebody out there is going to say, you know what, bring him in. They're going to pay him, bring him in. Not something crazy, but they'll pay him starting NFL quarterback money, and the Rams can't afford to keep him. No. If they go in there and look like they've looked for the most part, and Baker Mayfield wants to be in a functional organization with a functional head coach, with functional offensive players, with a starting quarterback who is starting to break down a little bit, yeah. there could be opportunities there to not only play for the Rams, but potentially play well, and then really go make a splash somewhere else. 
the Rams need him to be actually less good than he was on Thursday night if they have any uh, aspirations of keeping, keeping him, him yeah. beyond this season. He needs to kind of, oh, yeah, that's Baker Mayfield all over again. That's actually, I think, in the Rams' best interest. I'm very interested as to what he does, to be quite honest, because that little flash last week was enough to show me this guy can play in the league. Yeah. You know? And I don't see that many quarterbacks running around acting like they know how to win games. Matter of fact, matter of fact most of them run around acting like they don't know how to win games. You know what he's got, and it's a little crap. He's got balls. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he does. He's just—he's not scared. He's willing to fail. That's very he's, true. He's, he's willing to go out there and say, "Yeah, let's see what." Right. And people are drawn. Athletes, in particular, are drawn to dudes like that. That he's there wasn't one. I'm sure he was anxious. I'm sure that this was exhilarating for him. But this is football, man. I've been doing this my right. whole life. I, I, I'm a football I'm, player. And that first pass he threw to—I think it was to Van Jefferson was okay we hadn't seen one of those right. in six weeks <laughs> is that a professionally thrown football? That, that was a professionally thrown football and i think that's what he brings to the team as much as anything else all right um one guy left Dansby Sw- dansby swanson um who yates told us is on his honeymoon so maybe it won't happen he today yeah. um he's the last shortstop on the market how aggressively did the dodgers target him that's coming up next it's travis lee yates is in for slee on 710 espn we all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You and I just breaking down our pickleball skills. A little chalk talk on pickleball. There. I mean, I live close to one of the pickleball hotbeds of America in Venice Beach, just so, so you know that. let's assume that if we did a 710 uh, pickleball thing, that everybody gets there. I get Sliwa, Mason gets Ireland, Sedona sure. gets Cap. Okay. You get you have the first pick. Beto in the is who I'm picking. Beto's Not choice. even close. Okay. Just like... We do we do all of our off season training together, you know, just for various seven ten <laughs> events. So yeah, that works out. Yeah, running on the beach, the all that, you but know. So did you know so I got a text from Beto the other day. Okay. Um we were when day what day did we do the nine oh two and stuff? I wanna say it was like two days ago. Okay, so we I have a weird memory. I know okay. you have an extensive knowledge of 90210. I have an extensive knowledge of of handful of things. That happens to be one of them. Okay. Okay. Um and so I was kind of Slee's looking at me like he didn't even know what's going on. Ireland is a 90210 fan, but he's like, I got I got nothing for you. Like the le- Beto has game in the 90210 arena. Really? It blew me away. <laughs> the 90210 <laughs> arena. He started sending it. me these stuff. I'm like, Beto. My How about that? Unbelievable. I did not know that. He knew, to give you an idea, he knew what Steve Sanders license plate was on his corvette wow right that's, that's a deep. deep cut yeah it's deep that is very deep i cut. ate a four re what is it what? i ate a ferrari oh okay 
Which wow, is that's very what 90210 was doing. Yeah, it's back very then. on brand yeah. for Steve Sanders, who that's was fair. kind of a you know that guy. I can't say that word on TV, yeah, I, so to I, speak. I, yes, yeah. I would have. I would have got that wrong. Had Beto been a 90210 <laughs> guy, it was awesome. I, I didn't know that. I did not know that about him either. Yeah, you that's just funny. Keep when you guys are playing your pickleball uh, warm up rounds, you can I should, ask I him should, about Kelly. Taylor. Yeah, I should ask him various questions so I can I can I feel like it's the pickleball crowd is a big nine hundred two one zero crowd. I think there's some crossover in Southern, there, Southern California. You yeah. know, since you bring it up, when Brandon was working at the Beverly Hills <laughs> Beach go. Club, there was an go. episode where he was playing a little paddleball with one of the owners who decided to hire him as one of his personal assistants, and then he started dating a girl at the club. Turns out the guy that was hiring him as assistant was also kind of seeing her on the side, and now they had beef. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying this is. These are the things I remember, and it bothers. You me. could have made all of that up, and I, I would didn't. have believed you. No, right? That's real. <laughs> I didn't. That's that's great. That's actually real. Let's go to OC and Michael. Michael, you're on with Trav and Yates. What's up, man? Hey guys, um, I know you're somewhat transitioning into the Dodgers baseball stuff, but uh, wanted to bring up a take with the Rams final four games. Seems like there's not a lot of uh, confidence in the last four from you guys, but I don't think there's any reason not to. Uh, what I was going to say is that I, I actually think they win this money. They're going to run around the field, even though it's going to be cold. Uh, I think they can beat Denver. They're clearly out of the playoffs. Um, and then the Chargers game, you know, you mentioned that they have something to play for, so that's going to be a tough game for them. I mean, that's when the Chargers always fail most, right? When there's <laughs> something on the line or they've got something to play for, somewhat like last year. They always screw it up. And I could be wrong, but is this the first year or first game that they're playing that's in a regular season uh, in SoFi that wasn't preseason, or am I, am I wrong with that? No, you're right yeah, about there's that. there's only a three-season run there. Yeah, so, you're yeah. right about this is their first – they've played each other in the preseason a couple of times. This is the first regular season. This is the first time they've played each other in the regular season in four years because you cycle through those other divisions, conference divisions yeah. every every four years. Um Michael, to your point about you, you think that the Rams can win these remaining games. I hear you about the Chargers. Chargers are a lot better than the Rams this year. Yeah, they, they, I, they like, are. I mean, I, I get it. Like you know, the Chargers are going to charge her, but if the Rams beat the Chargers, that's a definitive upset. Yes, no questions asked. And, and, and Seattle may or may not be having something to play for. The, the interesting thing you said, though, I think is, you know, I don't know why you're not getting because they're four and nine. That's why because they should be three and ten. Right. <laughs> because they've only scored more than twenty points twice all season. Because they're playing their fourth starting quarterback of the year. Right. Coming up on Monday, this will be the third time that that or should say yeah. How do you, how do you say this? The Rams played the same offensive line against the Raiders that they had played the week before for the first time all year. They've, they'd had the same five guys two weeks in a row. This will make three weeks in a row. So maybe they start to get a okay, little bit a little of continuity. production and yeah. some continuity there. But, guys, they're playing with their fourth and fifth string guys in a lot of these places. It's not a, a judgment. It's a statement of fact. Yeah. That's where the Rams are this year, sadly. Would you like me to read you the invite to the holiday party? Hit me. I just got it. Winter Wonderland Pet Portraits. Wine, beer, hors d'oeuvres, and a live holiday guitarist. I'm just, just that's just that's that that's, sounds that's nice. The cell that sounds lovely, right? And there's that a picture nice. on the bottom of the dogs with the hat, little fake reindeer. There's one in the middle with the Santa hat, and the others have the little reindeer. Are they all dogs, or they throw a cat in there? There's too? no cats. <laughs> there's, no, no cockatoo. There's no, no right boa constrictor. <laughs> no iguanas either. So, oh, that yeah, the iguana guy is a weirdo too. Yeah, iguana <laughs> guy. Yeah. Oh, reptile guys. Uh, reptile guy is a definite weirdo. Okay. Yes, uh, yes, 
But isn't iguana guy like next step weirder than snake guy? I don't know that iguana guy's weirder <laughs> than snake guy. Snake guy is like, I'll give you snake guy because you've gone full snake. Like you've got, <laughs> bro, you've got a snake. Like, okay, I'm not. Iguana is like a halfway, like you can't control an iguana. An iguana <laughs> just moves around in a cage. You can't take an iguana out. Terrarium, please, yeah. Yates. <laughs> Excuse Little me. respect. <laughs> respect for the. <laughs> For the reptiles here. Cage, it'll get out. I, I mean, I, this is a good point. <laughs> My point is, though, is that like you can't do anything cool with an iguana. You can't, yes, but you like a snake. You can put it around your neck and that's about go it. Make well, people stare at you on your shoulder. You can yeah. like show them around. But again, re- reptile people are red flag people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. you okay? Let's do it's do a the red game. flag. So you meet oh, yeah. somebody, okay? Yeah, you like them. They're nice. They're smart. They're funny. They're handsome. Okay. Every there, there's no. They're employed. They're 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 they have a good relationship with their parents and their siblings. Sure, right. Like they go all, to therapy. You're, yeah. you're checking all of the boxes. Like, yeah, this is a really super normal guy, and he asks you out, and you go over to his place one one afternoon, and there's a terrarium and there's a boa constrictor is it in, in his it. room. It's, it's oh, in see, that's apartment. that's a good question. If it's in the bedroom, that's yeah, definitively I, weirder than it being. I can look past a living room reptile, but I can't look past a bedroom. What's reptile. the difference? No, well, literally, okay. the difference is literal. That's the difference. You cannot be in the bedroom staring down Freddy the iguana. You know what I'm saying? Oh Just the little forked tongue coming out and yeah, waving at yeah, you no, in the no middle thanks. of the night. No thanks. For those of us not on stream, Travis just stuck his tongue out at me yeah, multiple times. I was doing my, I was caught doing, me off guard. I went full snake. Yes, you went and full then, snake. You know, imagine, again, you're, you're spending the night at this person's place. Doors closed to the bedroom, but the reptile is not in the terrarium. Oh, So then it's oh, like, okay, oh where's God. in the room? Where's in the like, I hadn't even me. considered but the escapability element. The, they, they have made <laughs> the decision to own an iguana. Whether it's in the bedroom or not, I, I understand maybe I, we've yeah. turned it up a little bit. But they still are iguana owners. But it's the things that you can look past. If they're the perfect person in the world. You just said yeah. red flag. So it's, it's like some, more somebody tells yeah, me that. No, I, I, think, I think it's still Somebody tells me that the guy with all these other things happening, though, doesn't have time for the iguana in the terrarium. I understand. I just described a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand. I'm like, this right. dude's got other things happening. Let, the, you, you. Yes. You're a single man. Yes. You meet no somebody terrarium. that you like. That, that, is a, that seems to like you. Sure. Says, hey, let's have him back to, to my spot. And you go through, and there's a very large python in a terrarium in their living room. You turn around, you know what? I think I left my car unlocked. I'm going to go down and do that. And you bounce? I could, or you're like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this, and then I'm going to bounce. I could live with the snake if there was like a good reason. And I don't know that I know what a good reason <laughs> yeah, is, but like maybe she dances with it. Yeah, <laughs> but like they don't protect your. I home, saw Britney you know? Spears with a snake. That's in the true. MTV Awards. That's pretty strong. I liked it. It's pretty strong. <laughs> I, they, you're but right. It's more they, Britney Spears than I think the snake. They don't do <laughs> anything. The snake wasn't a deal snake was strong. <laughs> they don't do anything. Snake and like yellow. if they if they're gonna, I guess my question would be, how long have you owned this snake? A year. A year? No, that's that's not long. Enough. Fourteen years. That's fourteen years I can live with. It's like okay, this is a part of your life. This snake was given to him for my grandmother. Sure, this right. Is it's, it's, it's a rescue. The great <laughs> snake the tradition. Family of, anaconda. <laughs> the family anaconda. <laughs> like if you've had the snake for some reason that is remotely like appealing to me based on some sort of human story, okay. But if you're just like, oh yeah, I was in. 
Panama Beach and I decided to pick up this snake. No way. <laughs> Spoke to that's me That's weird. Store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's too weird for me. I can't deal with that. Let's try another phone call. Let's go to the Valley this time in Van Nuys and David. David, you're on with Travin Yates. What's, What's up, up, David? Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for taking my call. See why she doesn't know that iguanas and reptiles are really good animals. I have two iguanas and a bearded dragon. And uh, I've had them for 14 years. And they are amazing animals. What do you do? With uh, them? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah. What exactly do you do besides look at them, which is noble? Well, no, actually, honestly, people don't know that bearded dragons and iguanas—they're actually very friendly, and it is actually a really bad thing to just leave them in the aquarium because that's when they will become not friendly. Your iguanas and bearded dragons. You know, you actually need to spend time with them. I have them with me all the time where I could literally have them on my shoulder and I will go out and like they Jamba will juice? not go anywhere. I, I could literally go anywhere and they will not move. They will not run away. It's, you know, they're, you're supposed to have them with you when they're small. They tell you, hey, take them out of the aquarium, keep them in your per- on your person so they get used to you. So whenever you go out, they will be comfortable. They won't go anywhere. They will not attack anybody. So they make really good animals, and quite frankly, they really love to eat vegetables. They don't eat, oh, you know, some people, will, some, people, some people will feed them insects, but I don't, and that's because you just want to keep them, you know, healthy and uh, and uh, as friendly as you can. So okay, real, real so, quick, David, yeah. what, what are the names of the two iguanas? So one of them is Iggy. Iggy? Oh, um, makes sense. Uh, yeah, Iggy for I-G-G-Y. Sure. The other one is Great Iggy. song. What was another one? And my easy, easy like easy e. Yep. Okay. And then the other one, my 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 bearded dragon, I call him Blackie because when he puffs up, his beard is his beard turns black just like a beard. That's why they are called bearded dragon. So I call him Blackie. Okay, I don't I don't mean to be crass here, but it's how does pop? I got how it. Does, how does the uh, <laughs> how does this work in? Your dating life. Where do they come into play? Are you married? When do you or right, whatever this may. So I've been married for 11 years, and okay. I have two kids. Okay. And uh, and I did hear the part where, you know, where you keep the animals. And uh, my aquariums are actually on my patio because, you know, these animals are, you know, they need heat. So the way I set up my aquarium is, you know, there's a certain area in the aquarium that needs to be heated and certain areas that needs to be cool for them to cool off. But also, they really like the sunlight. So I keep them in the patio in the aquarium where they could, you know, get their natural sun and they also, you know, get their heat in the aquarium. So okay. my wife will not, my wife will not deal with them, will not touch them, will not clean the aquarium. So it's Thank mainly on me. My kids are fast friends. You know, my, <laughs> Thank my you, David. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was, that was more than we needed I, on Iggy various. and easy sound like wonderful pets. He that, said I-G-G-Y. He said I-G-G-Y just like the song. I was like, wow, has he been listening to Iggy Azalea? Like, that was crazy. But yes, okay, married dad of two with various- Three reptiles. Three, with multiple, with a, running a three, four reptile defense. All right, that I can deal with. But like, single guy, snake, there's a motorcycle probably somewhere close to at that Keep point. Keep it to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's weird. Just saying. He takes him everywhere he goes. <laughs> hey, meet Iggy. Meet, meet uh, what's the other one? 
Uh, easy. Easy. <laughs> like, what, you, you, put your, you put your socks and your shoes on, your I, pants and your shirt here's on. The thing. No, you no judgment, David. I'm sure you're a No, I'm sure it's awesome. Iguana. But if I'm in the grocery store and I see you with dueling iguanas on your shoulders, <laughs> I'm going to take my daughter's hand and we're going to go stand together. Double barrel <laughs> reptiles in the produce get, section. Get, get over here. It's not just, what just, I'm looking for we're, we're gonna go on a Sunday the, morning. We're going to go hang out in the butcher Man. until uh, Iggy and Easy have checked out of the store. He's feeding them, too? Like, live? What did you say? My one is a vegan. Oh, really? friendly pets. <laughs> it's how it works. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, and I'd like to emphasize it's less the reptile itself. <laughs> it's more the aura of the person that would own a reptile that might I be the I think that was made clear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was a lot of ambiguity in that. <laughs> um, so I was... Uh... <laughs> My wife wants nothing to do with them. Case closed. Um, do you guys follow O.C. Jackson Jr. on uh, Twitter? I do. I think so. I think I follow him on IG. He's a, he's a good fo- follow. So this morning, though, he, t- he tweets out this. He says, just a reminder to each and every one of you that follows me or even cares about what I do for a profession, even a little bit, I want you all to know that cilantro is trash and should be destroyed off the earth, and that's the bottom line. So you believe that people who hate cilantro are babies. People who hate cilantro <laughs> are babies. Travis, Fetter Cap? Uh, cap. They're not big. I think that there's a subset of people that cilantro yeah. tastes very metallic and so It's a legit too. physical it's, thing. Yes. Yeah. It, it's not a, I don't like, like for instance, I don't like cauliflower. I don't have like a chemical reaction. Right. To it. I just dislike the way that it tastes and the fact that it's gritty like sand and disgusting and I never <laughs> want to taste it. But the cilantro thing is like a chemical reaction yeah. for some people. Very metallic and very soapy, I believe. Do people not like know that? Like, is that no, not I know a common I knowledge? Because I feel like people are like, oh, cilantro is garbage. I'm yeah. like, well, if you don't like it, well, then there's probably a reason, because cilantro is pretty good, bro. <laughs> pretty fresh. Like, yeah, it adds a nice it. little like, element of I don't really know anything that's gotten worse when you put cilantro on it. Like, what are we talking about here? You know, like, that. no, that's mega do, cap. Do you have a thing that just, nope, not eating that? Yeah, melons. All like, types? melons make Honeydew? me barf. Yeah. Cantaloupe? My sister used to tell me I was adopted because I didn't eat watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon's delicious. I can't stand watermelon. In the watermelon. summer, ice I tell people cold? all the time, I'm so black, I don't even, even eat watermelon. <laughs> it's like a real thing. This is a line I've deployed many times on human beings at cookouts in my life. Not even a joke. For sure. Taylor? 
Uh, yeah, fact, Emily. These these people are babies. They need to figure their stuff out. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Do you have a non-eat list? For me, uh, actually, mushrooms. I can't. Interesting. Okay, yeah, that's it's a texture. That's reasonably common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will eat them if they're on my plate, but I will never seek one out. I've sort of Does grown out sense? of mushrooms. Yeah, like there was a time when I was like, oh yeah, Rubbery. mushrooms on the pizza, Rubbery. this, that, and the third. <laughs> not a big mushrooms guy anymore. Yeah. Uh, you would not catch me ever eating an oyster. I cannot stand Ooh, the yeah. act of it, the taste of it. No. no. Travis, baby, order them and them. send them over my way. They, I can eat them one after the next. Oysters are gross, yes. but like that's kind of what people like about them. Like the they're slimy element, salty, briny, and slimy. Yeah. You were ragging on lobster too, right? You're lobster to me is just not that good. No, lobster crab is way better than lobster for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like lobster is just overrated. That's you, all I meant. You're not an oyster person at all. Uh, oysters are fine. Okay, I'm not going to go ham on a dozen. A little horseradish, a little cocktail sauce. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a little lemon. Yeah. I dare you not to like that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I will enjoy an oyster. If I am out at a function with a human being whose company I am looking to enjoy more of, and that person wants to eat oysters, I will be eating <laughs> well, the that's, oysters. Well, that's a green light. Yeah, that, that yeah, yeah I mean, that's like, not let's eat oysters. <laughs> right. That's a get ready. <laughs> that's, right, but I'm, I'm not going to turn down oysters in that situation. No, uh, no, I, no I chance. Plus, uh, they come on that crushed ice, and they, they're pretty, and it's like the whole thing. It's not a bad they're setup. Not pretty. A, it it is. That whole, the whole silver little platter. You're big on the setup? On. I love the um, accoutrement, uh, if you will. Okay. The, the whole... Um, process of having them served to you it's very elegant i i, I enjoy it a great <laughs> but deal but then you go yeah no they're, I, I get, they're gross to eat like because you, what do you slurp do? them the way yeah, that you do sound. <laughs> good lord well that's why i don't like oysters okay so um i think we've all encountered this in our life before someone who replies all when you that's there's no need to reply all everyone gets the email it's annoying it's terrible especially especially if the email before specifically says do not reply all so People who reply all when they shouldn't should get their emails taken away for a short period of time <laughs> afterwards. Clinton, factor cap. Cap, because we have a very simple rule. This happens, so the way that, a little behind the curtain here, the way that we do the scheduling on Around the Horn is it's a mass email, and people send back their availabilities based on whatever they're doing that week. Occasionally, somebody will botch it and reply all. And there's only one rule, which is that once it happens... Carte blanche to just make fun of that person <laughs> for the rest of the week. And so people will make the mistake often, and then it's just a deluge of people just bombing them with jokes about how they know the most disorganized person. It's hilarious. So I love a good reply all mistake because it opens up the lane to make some jokes. This happens frequently in school-related things, right? right? And I'll use my youngest son as an example. He plays high school baseball, and there's the varsity, there's the junior varsity, and there's the freshmen. So there's like 60-odd kids in the program, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the email will go out to all 60 families, and it will be almost always logistics. We're meeting at this time, at this place. There is a the risk of stereotyping a little bit it's almost always a mother <laughs> and and the mother will send thank yous and follow up questions and and more information to the, the it's all right there. Why? Why? If you need to double back on this, right. double back individually. You do not need to double back in the group. So yes, I am. I am full support of you, Emily. On let's give them a two-hour email timeout or whatever it is. <laughs> but I do not need to get the back and forth of your daily communication with your coach. I don't need it. Taylor. 
Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say fact because uh, for all my luck, it's gonna happen to me tomorrow. So <laughs> I think you know it's just a minor conveni- inconvenience in the grand scheme of things. Have get, you done the sent the wrong email to the wrong person thing? Where you're I've the never, person I've, that you I've, don't I've, want I've, to I've read never, the email gets the email. I've, I've sent it too early where I'm halfway through typing it, and mm-hmm. that's annoying. It, yeah. I've never done the. Or like the my bad. I was te- I was talking s about somebody and I texted. I've done that it over person. text several times oh. and it's literally so terrible. It's the feeling. A dreadful feeling. <laughs> you okay, people okay. are scumbags. So no, here's the thing. I've only done it once. I did it. Uh, shoot, it's probably 20 years ago now, and it was relatively harmless. It was so and so is driving me crazy kind of thing. It sure. wasn't. I hate your guts. It was. <laughs> this person's wearing me out. With it was relatively harmless. To this day, I have not said one crappy thing about somebody on email. <laughs> I just I don't ever want to do it. I just I, I, right. I will not. Do, I'll say crappy things to other people. Sure, face to face. Right. Keep it, it untraceable. On email. Yeah, I don't like to keep it clean. By the way, we've gotten a picture of uh, Blackie the iguana oh in our gosh. mansions, and a picture of the terrarium as well. So that's that's something you guys can look forward to. Uh, I'm so- not retweeting that. <laughs> I'll do it. Yesterday, um, I uh, went to go get some, you know, fun party supplies from a uh, dispensary, and then next door uh, was a burger joint. So I was like, "Oh, I'm, hu- I'm hungry. It's, it's lunchtime. Something. Let me go um, hop over real quick." And I get the burger, everything, and then I read the bag, and it says 100% plant based. And so I was like, "Well, I've already purchased this burger, and I, won't- I didn't intend to have a plant based burger, but it was fine." So burgers are the best plant based thing that you could eat. Taylor, fetter cap. Plant based? I don't know. Maybe a salad. Would okay, be, so like I, I'm gonna say plant based <laughs> substitute. Uh, yeah, I think I've only had plant based burgers, and I think a Del Taco. They did like a plant based taco. That was pretty good, but the burger's better. Jeff, I, I think it is the burger. I've had a var- I've had burgers. I've had chicken. I've had the fake ribs and all of the other things. Sure. That Hot they dogs. Will press into shapes to try to mimic right. the meat. The burger is the best way to do it because what does a burger come with? It comes with the veggies and the onions and the pickles sure. and the ketchup and the mustard and whatever else you want to put on it. It you almost don't the meat is kind of along for the ride. So if you can mask it with all the the stuff, it's not a it's not a bad thing to skip occasionally. Um, what was the actual question again? So I can answer it correctly. So it's burgers are the best plant based substitute that you could eat. This is a fact. And on top of that, I only eat plant-based burgers now. Mm. And not because I'm some big health nut. I just like the way it tastes better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, first time I had a Beyond Burger, I was like, oh, this is delicious. It's not bad. Like, you know, and the t- I mean, I'm, I'm not looking for meat substitutes. I don't cook them at home, but if I go out and I get a burger, I'm getting a Beyond Burger. We've, Matter of we've, fact, this joint near, this, near my house, I went to get a Beyond Burger, and they no longer have Beyond Burgers, and I left the establishment because I wanted one, and they didn't have one. We've cooked them at home a few times. Not bad? They're not bad. Like, for all the reasons that we're talking about, but yeah. a little bit of liquid smoke on the burger oh. really kind of makes it taste more like a grilled burger Elevates things. than just yeah. this amorphous patty that's along for the ride. No, they, 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 I, I like them better because of the way they taste. It has nothing to do with health. You're pretty thin. I think you're yeah, you on know. purpose. We got another I, question I here. We got another. Is uh, Demarco on on board? Yeah, next? should be coming over soon. All right, Demarco is in the house. We'll talk a little Rams football with him. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Yates is in for Slee on seven ten ESPN. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So I want to double back on that okay. eventually because Emily will have her eyes pop out of her head again if you give the wrong answer. Okay. But uh, we, we we only have a few minutes with uh, DeMarco, who joins us Jackson. here in the studio. How are you feeling today, DeMarco? I just got a special thank you from yeah. Spotify from Janet Jackson. Oh, and yeah? New edition. Yeah. Is, were you in the top 1% of Janet, Jat- Janet Jackson listeners like I have Emily no idea. is with Taylor Swift? This is an instant delete. I don't look at these. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I got. It's though. because yeah. uh, they were your top artists this year. That's why. Janet Jackson was my top artist? You're the listener. You would know, yeah. I don't. We don't listen to a ton of Janet Jackson. That's weird. See, that's that's false. Yeah, it's crazy. Demarco okay. is putting Spotify on blast. He's like, yeah, you guys are making this up, right? I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right, uh, Monday Night Football coming up uh, in a few days. It's, you did see where it's supposed to be five degrees, right? Yeah, it's gonna be cold. You, JB, Maurice, you guys can't let it go, huh? I. Everybody's making fun of me because I have to be outside. Yeah, yeah, not everybody's out here used to playing in cold weather like you did in Washington. Like, that's cold, bro. It's cold, but I mean, what can you do about it? The players got to go through it. The coaches got to go through it. Five degrees? It's, yeah, it's going to suck. Can't you do it from the, the press box? That's what JB said. No, I'm the I'm the combat correspondent. I'm on the field. I got to tell you what's happening. But that's the cool thing about being on Monday night and when it's that cold. You know, part of fatigue is fluid loss, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're guaranteed not to sweat. So this is going to be physical. This is all about how much can you take. What's the coldest game you ever played? I was about in? to ask the exact Chicago, I think 97, 98, um, it was six below. Oh. And they announced it in the stadium. The PA guy did. <laughs> it is now six below zero. And the crowd went nuts. <laughs> they started taking off their clothes. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Going shirtless at six below, but it was so cold. You've seen those grays that you wear, those workout grays? Sure. So I took the pads off. Usually that thing is soaked. It was completely dry. (laughs) After four quarters of football, there's no way to sweat. It's that cold. How do you prepare for a game like that in terms of the, you know, is there anything different you do in terms of, we talked about, you know, the ground is a little harder, the ball, not that you're touching the ball a ton at your specific position, but like, is there any different actual prep you have to do for the football when the temperature is that far below? You know, just like we're doing, acknowledge it, tell people it's going to be cold, try not to be shocked by it because that's Mm. half of it. Um, and I don't care who you are or where you're from. Unless you've been in zero or negative conditions, the first time it hits you, it will change your mind about a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you thought you were going to do, this is more about survival. So talk about it, understand it, and then just go play ball. That's the best you can do. Super Bowl champ DeMarco Farr joining us. So Baker Mayfield was really good in his debut. He came and he throws, I think it was 238 yards, no interceptions, throws a game-winning touchdown pass, and really kind of put on a show especially considering that there were zero expectations on him because he'd gotten there five minutes before the whole thing started. What are your expectations for him on Monday night with 10 days to practice? And now there are some expectations because he was so good in his debut. He was good. 
Uh, very good is I mean he was good right very, very good. good considering he won the, the game app. yeah he won the game he he did what I thought was impossible there was no we talked about it pregame we talked about it the the week leading up Trav I said there's no way this guy can play he just got here right and then you start Wolford and then three plays later here comes Baker Mayfield like wow he is ready to play and then he's not bad he's not getting murdered he's not getting slapped around and then after the long punt um, no timeouts there's no way they can win this football game personal foul thanks Raiders. Wait a minute. He's in scoring uh, territory. Mm-hmm. He's about to win it. Boom. He did. He won the game. Unbelievable. I take back all the bad stuff I said. So that was Thursday night. Now they've got tape on you. Now you have to go to Green Bay. It's a little bit different. So my expectation is to run the offense, the Sean McVay offense, a little bit better than you ran it on Thursday. You, you've got to be good on first and 10. When he gets you open or gets you easy looks, you've got to be able to, to complete those passes. It can't go from first and ten to second and ten. It's got to go to second and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to keep the run game viable. If you keep Green Bay guessing, they're going to guess wrong. That's what their defense has been. But if you get them in obvious passing situations, they're going to win. They're going to beat you. They're going to get to your quarterback. Um, so Baker Mayfield has to be better at the little things, the stuff he wasn't good at on Thursday night. So uh, what you're saying is the win is within reason in terms of expectations for this team on Monday. I mean, look, you can chip away at Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay is what they're 5 and 9. They've mm-hmm. got their issues. You can chip away at them and and have a chance to win the game in the fourth. Uh you can't have let Aaron Rodgers have the benefit of a running game. Mm. You've got to take that away period and make him throw it 40 times to beat you. Sounds weird, right? But if he has the benefit of play action, you have no shot. So, I think you have some horses and especially with Bobby Wagner playing the way he's playing, you awesome. have a chance to at least be competitive and stop the run just like you did against the Raiders and force them to throw to win. I want to go back to Mayfield for a second, DeMarco, because Yates and I were talking about this a second ago. And look, I, I get that he's on his third team, that it didn't work out after being the number one pick in Cleveland, that he goes to Carolina and they get a fifth-round draft pick and he's not there very long. And it's kind of his career is taking a certain trajectory at this point. We'll see what happens from this point forward. But how much of... The, the his teammates, even guys that had not known him for a long time, that had not been around him, just the kind of the thing that he puts out in the universe, which is basically, dude, I got balls and I'm not scared to go out there and do this. I think it can be abrasive to some people, but I also think that when you have somebody that's got a little bit of swagger like that is incredibly appealing if you're on his team, especially when you haven't seen a ton of that from the Rams this season just because they've been so banged up and playing second and third string quarterbacks. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, look, you, you've been winless for, what, six, seven weeks? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're fresh out of jail. Any party looks good. Um, so, really, <laughs> think on, about I'm it. Right. I'm stealing that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, you could say Baker Mayfield surpri- uh, supplied – you know, the punch yeah <laughs> but right. you were going to be happy regardless just getting the win but it was cool talking to some of the players watching the situation and there was a sad part too because mm. everybody's celebrating they're they're doing headbutts with baker mayfield they're hugging him <laughs> yeah. and i could see the other two quarterbacks standing right behind them Oof. it's like ah, you want to be happy but you want it to be you at the same time sure so it's weird so but i did get some quotes from some guys and when I hear I'd go to war with him anytime, that That's means what a I'm lot talking about. Yeah. in football. So there's something to this guy. And it's a rarity in football, in sports, where you could find somebody better than what you have on the waiver wire this right. late. It's weird. So well, it just looked that, that yeah. first throw it was the first one to Jefferson or Skoranek. I forget, whatever it was. It was a 22 yard rope. 
right? And it's like, we hadn't seen that in like four weeks. Yeah. You, know? you hadn't seen that throw. And all of a sudden, it's, you know what? This may turn out okay. It was just, like you said, it was noticeably different than what you'd seen from Wolford and Perkins. There's something there. Now, here's the problem. Um, I, I see why you have problems with Baker Mayfield because – when you watch him play on video and then go watch Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, one guy's frenetic and the other two hardly move. Yeah. Right. So they understand how to play this position. So going 17 weeks with a guy that plays quarterback like that, I can see how it has pitfalls. So I'm hoping Sean McVay can kind of rein him in and kind of hit the happy medium with him. How would you feel if one of your kids dated somebody with a snake or an iguana? <laughs> It's already happening. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. You're dealing okay, with yeah. one. Let's get specific. <laughs> yeah. Is it a snake or is it an iguana? It's a snake. It's a snake. Oh! And the snake's name is Udon. What? Yeah. Like the noodle? <laughs> yeah. Udon. <laughs> look at the look on your face. Yeah. You just, I've never seen you look so defeated. See, I can't laugh at stuff anymore. I want to laugh at Iguana Guy, but it's happening to me. See? So, I have a different perspective. Do you so remember that movie Porky's? The okay. movie Porky's. <laughs> I do. So watch it when you were a teenager, right? Yes. Which character are you? Now watch it now. <laughs> See? It's it's different. So yes, it's already happening. You Why? Say, you meet the snake? I've met the snake. <laughs> what I've held the snake. You've held the snake. I've held the snake. Have I don't you taken like snakes. Pictures with the snake. I don't like snakes. I'm afraid of snakes. I'm not afraid to admit to to admit that. But I had to I had to hold the snake because it's his snake. And he said, Mr. Farr, would you like to hold my snake? And my daughter was there. You I couldn't say, say no. no thank you, wanted, young man. So I wanted glad. to throw this thing right out the window. <laughs> so glad I asked. So glad I asked. I was not expecting that to be the answer. <laughs> oh, I'll be happening. honest with that. That is terrific. How about that? For yeah, there's there's a yeah. pet there's a pet portrait party at my apartment building tonight. Pet portrait. You said yes. this. Yes, exactly. So you're so. bringing pictures? People are going to bring their pets to take <laughs> pictures at said party. And we were wondering if people are going to bring things that are not dogs and cats. And of that's course. Where, that's where snakes and iguanas it's got California. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I said. I'm like, you can't tell me that you haven't been standing in line at Starbucks to get a cup of coffee and there's some weirdo with a bird on his shoulder standing yes. directly behind you. You're not... <laughs> You're, I want to say I'm not going to say it. You never know what you're going to get on the other end of a leash in California. Correct. Correct. Wow. On that note, yes. <laughs> DeMarco Farr, uh, thank, thank you very much. And welcome, uh, get get a heavy jacket and very good luck on Monday night at Lambeau Field. Thank you, sirs. All right. gonna, he's going to need it. You're going to need it. And exactly. I'm very, very sorry about the snake. <laughs> and I'm very, very glad that Yates asked. And you may send Emily around the pen if you don't have the right answer when we come back. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.